88.1 WKNC. You're listening to a Local Beat mini exclusive. My name is Adam Kincaid, host of the Local Beat. Joining me in studio right now have Carter Guy and Tom Simpson. They are a and several, I guess you guys are in different bands. I mean, I know, Carter, you're mainly in Max Indian. Tom, you're mainly in the Light Pines. I guess you guys are in several different bands, all sort of around the drug horse sort of collective. Is that is that right? We are in a lot of bands, Tom and I. I guess, well, yeah. Yeah. Without getting into the particulars, we're in a whole lot of bands. I guess sort of all these bands are almost, you know, you guys are releasing an album together under Drug Horse. What exactly is Drug Horse? I mean, it's just a group of bands. What do you guys do? I'm not sure that we know what Drug Horse is exactly. Uh, we are trying to figure out what Drug Horse is and where it's going, but it is, it's it's showing itself to us over time. I mean, you guys are releasing an album. It's called Drug Horse One. You guys live in a place that's called the Drug Horse Commune. I mean, that's that's, that's actually that's a rumor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. We live in a place called Hedgepeth. <laughs> right. But uh. But that is actually a part of the greater drug horse commune, which is, of course, not locatable on any map or <laughs> it doesn't so, actually fall under any jurisdiction. So don't really, even bother looking. It's not really like a, a, someone's house or anything like that. You know, you guys don't all live together like 50 people in the same place. Drug horse compound is. It's somebody's home. It's somebody's but not house. Home. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, if you need. Uh, an example of what drug horse is, I would say drug horse, and we talked about this the other day, drug horse is like a pack of wolves, and you can be in drug horse if you can just run with. Why did you all decide to release an album together? Uh, speaking of the EP, it's called Drug Horse 1 EP. Uh, it has it has six songs on it by three different bands, The Light Pines, Max Indian, and Ryan Gustafson, uh, who are all part of the drug horse collective, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Well, we, we sit around a lot and talk a lot. And some of the things we talk about are how we're going to get our music to people. And releasing a split EP seemed like a good idea and a good way to get people to pay attention and listen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the main people involved with that discussion are the bands that are on this first EP the split, Max Indian, Light Pines, and Ryan Gustafson. So that's why we made it. It's really, I mean, it's just an extension of all of us being together and discussing our futures. Now, how many different bands or people, I guess, are in Drug Horse? Uh, there's there's three examples on this EP in particular. How many bands does it reach out know. to? There's one band in Drug Horse called 12,000 Armies. So that's 12,000 entire armies right, right there. Now, on top of that, there's maybe... <laughs> I don't know, 20, 25 people involved. Yeah. If you, yeah. And when everybody, when everybody has on their outfits and like hooded robes and the ceremony begins, it's difficult to tell exactly how many people there are, but, uh, I think it hovers somewhere around 25 plus the 12,000 armies who are kind of like one unit into themselves. Mm. Well, you guys claim to be unorganized, but you have like a set sort of membership. You know, how does that work? I mean, we can't tell you how that works. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret I'm society. I'm afraid <laughs> that I'm not allowed to divulge uh, the membership process, what all the different, you know, logistics of that. There are dues. There's an application process. There's hazing. Hazing. The hazing never stops, actually. 
Amazed right now. Yeah, by my breath. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and play a, a song here, guys. Uh, you guys, you brought in a, a guitar and a piano. Now, Tom, you play the drums, mm-hmm. so you're going to be playing a drum kit mm-hmm. off of this keyboard mm-hmm. here, uh, and neither of you are going to be playing. I guess we'll be playing one Maxine song and one like Pine song, but the other songs they're they're all written by different people. Carter, you wrote the Max Indian song that we're going to play a little bit later. Right. But how you, how are we going to do this? How's this going to work? Uh, the idea behind this rigmarole is that it's a showcase of you know, drug horse songwriters mm-hmm. through the oddly distorted lens of Tom and I interpreting them with a keyboard and a guitar. Mm-hmm. On a radio station. On a radio station. Because it's much different when we do it at home. Right. Not live. Right now, we are time traveling, mm-hmm. and we're speaking to tomorrow. Right. Whatever that means, we're going to go ahead and play a song here. This one's going to be The Healers. It's originally by the Live Pines. Of course, right now, Carter, Guy, and Tom Simpson are going to be in studio right now to play this live. Uh, let's go ahead and take it away, fellas. Let's kick it off.
All right, and right there was the song The Healers. It's originally by the Light Pines, of course, in studio right now. I have Carter Guy and Tom Simpson. I guess they're a part of the unofficial official Drug Horse uh, Collaborative that is releasing an album called Drug Horse One. It's an EP. It's featuring six songs by three different bands, the Light Pines, Max Indian, and Ryan Gustafson. That track there will not be on the EP. However, it is a Light Pine song, uh, and I guess you guys sort of did your own interpretation of that with the instruments you have available. But let's go into the songs a little bit. There is uh, there's two Max Indian songs here. Now, Carter, you you write ma- most. I think you've written pretty much every single Max Indian song ever. What about these songs here? These I don't believe were written by you. Dark of Night is a is a James Wallace composition. Uh-huh. Who's the drummer of Max Indian? That's right. Right. But also a you know a fantastic keyboard player and mm-hmm. singer and sometimes even bass player. Dude can lay it down. Yeah. And he's in a bunch of different bands himself. Yeah. As well. Oh yeah. Many, many bands. Mount Mariah, The Light Pines, Ryan Gustafson's band, Max Indian, Twelve Thousand Armies. The list goes on. He just tracks some drums on the Tomahawks new record. Yeah. I mean, the the group of people that he tracks drums for. That's we can't even get into that. So what about Dark of Night? How is it different from a since it was written by James instead of yourself? How's it a little bit different than a normal Max Indian song, if at all? Dark of Night is one of those songs that we all listen to for our own sake in in the van when we were out on the road with the love language and when we're hanging out at the house. And uh, it didn't seem right for me to to act like, you know, I'm the I'm the leader of Max Indian or I'm the songwriter. And we just thought it would be good to put this song out under the name Max Indian on this EP. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it just it adds to the flow. It's like a laid back centerpiece to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It, I think it takes it to a to like the a nighttime in Australia sort of place, which is a, which is good for the fourth song. That's perfect description. Nighttime in Australia. Mm-hmm. Kashi, mm-hmm. seven whole grains on a mission. Oh yeah. So fellas, as far as drug horse goes, I mean, you you're all very close friends. You do a lot of stuff together. You're all in each other's bands. How does that influence each other's music? Uh, do you find that you find a lot of similarities between the bands, but also a lot of differences as well? How does that usually work? We were actually talking about this on the way here. Carter was was essentially saying that the way that he and James work is is different in in the way that Josh and I work in terms of creating our songs and our sounds. And... You know, we we all have different approaches and different teams that have made music together in the past, and now we're we're beginning to work together. We we live together. We're recording constantly, playing music constantly, and the the position that I come from in playing music is is changing and evolving, and the way that Carter and James work and play music is also changing and evolving. And everybody's looking, you know, for for different ways to do this essentially yeah i mean when james and i first started recording we weren't we weren't really working outside of just the the two of us you know i would write a song and then bring it to him and it would would basically be done and then we would talk about how to arrange it whereas now i think there's more of an emphasis on trying to sculpt some sort of textural statement that you enjoy the feel of Mm. in the beginning and then maybe work that sort of into the lather of a of a song like a soup or shaving cream is mainly what people (laughs) work into a lather although if you want to do it with soup friend go right ahead (laughs) 
Well, let's go ahead and play another track here. This is uh, by 12,000 Armies. Can you talk a little bit about the band here and the song that you're going to play? Uh, this is a song called My Bag, as in Papa's got a brand new bag. Justin Williams, the man behind the Armies, 12,000 of them. He is one of our favorite songwriters. Uh, and this is one of his finest compositions. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a little something different, though, on the keyboard with the drums. We are going to take it to a jungle place. Mm. That's not the place of its origin, but it may find some sort of evolutionary footing there. I think he'll like it. I think Justin will like it. One can hope. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, this song is called My Bag, and it's originally by 12,000 Armies, being performed here by Carter Guy and Tom Simpson. Take it away, fellas. <laughs> Just one person that I have a need for She sure don't like that alcohol She's totally convinced me it's bad I like to run wild down by the earth's core Yeah, I sure do love that alcohol But it totally Top shelf, some drink the middle. Me, I black out, drink till I'm crippled. I just wanna not be belittled no more. Cause nobody likes when I'm bored. There's just one circle that I have a need for. Sort of like that record store Totally obscure, it's my bag Now I'm just drunk, loud, strumming the same chords Reflecting on the years before Top shelf, some drink the middle. Me, I black out, drink till I'm crippled. I just wanna not be a little no more. Cause nobody likes when I'm bored. No, nobody likes when I'm bored. No, nobody likes when I'm bored. heard my bag by 12,000 armies on this local beat mini exclusive i'm adam kincaid joining me in studio right now i have carter guy and tom simpson who just played that track very different from the original for sure uh tom you you were playing keyboards here for the percussion part keyboard keyboard drums it's a little bit different and i was meaning to ask you you know a few of the light pine songs that you've recorded you recorded with a keyboard well there there's a few, a few. um you know, not very many. 
most of them were done on a on a full drum set. Some of them, mm-hmm. if you are familiar with the CD, Dream Sphere was a particular song that was a hybrid drum set in the meaning of keyboard drums, regular drums, loop pedals, effects pedals, and those sorts of things all set up at once. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple other songs that don't even feature a drum set but have drum sounds. Right. There's a song called Lantern of the Night, which features, you know, cardboard boxes and My things like that. Light Pine song for sure. Is it really? Yeah, it is. I, I've heard it on rotation in KNC yeah, well, a lot. That's good. That's might, not might a drum blame, set. Might want to blame me for that. I well, <laughs> I won't. As far as playing live, uh, do you ever play the keyboard as a percuss- percussion instrument live? No, but James Wallace will do that from time to time. He, he runs with a couple different settings that we're beginning to explore right. as we, you know, continue to evolve the live show. Tom, as far as performing uh, the drums and percussion on keyboard, uh, what do you find the main differences are and, and what which one allows you to do the most, I guess, with the music? I mean, a full drum set is, is really where, where my heart and head is at. But I do have a lot of fun on a keyboard drum set. Because, As we just noticed right you there. You know, there's... Yeah. There's just so many things that that I can do without really breaking a sweat. I believe we heard some seal noises. Mm-hmm. Some seals barking. Oh. <laughs> that sound. Let's go ahead and listen to a Max Indian song here. This is Now I Know. Carter, you originally wrote this. However, it's going to be a little bit more stripped down than on uh, the Max Indian album. Uh, Tom will be playing once more on keyboard. This is Now I Know by Max Indian. Right here on this local beat, mini exclusive. I played my part In the production of my broken heart Fell so hard that I fell apart In your arms and you let me down Oh, you let me down I confuse Being in love with being used For the sake of
song you just heard right there in this local beat mini exclusive is called Now I Know. It's originally by Max Indian, performed here by Max Indian's own Carter Guy, as well as Tom Simpson on the keyboards. We do want to mention that they're here to promote their brand new EP. It's called Drug Horse One. It's featuring six songs by three different bands, The Light Pines, Max Indian, and Ryan Gustafson. It's being released this evening, tonight, Friday, March 26, 2010, at the local 506. Doors open at 9 p.m., and it is $7 to get inside. I believe the 506 is sort of like the place to, to release an album. Pretty much every single band in the area releases an album of the 506. Why did you guys choose that venue? Well, we that's been pretty much ground zero for all the intersections of the bands in Drug Horse. Maybe a little over a year ago, Max Indian and the Love Language played a show there. That was our CD release, and then there... Was there a Love Language CD release there? Yep, the Love Language CD release was there. The Love Language New Year's show was Ryan's there. Ryan's CD release was Ryan's there. Ryan's CD release show was there. I mean, we you know we know Glenn, and we that's just our favorite club mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Right. I like the size of the room, and it's you know it's always a good time. I mean, it's always a good time hanging out by the dumpsters in the back. Always smells horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, fellas, as far as the EP goes, it's called Drug Horse One. I guess there's going to be a second and a third, or, or you know, what was the name? Absolutely. Yeah, there's going to be a second and a third and a 12th and a 13th. Just I, yeah, I think going. we just like the thought of it being this sort of monolithic title. One. One. And that, yeah, there's definitely more on the way. Yeah. I mean, the truth of it is there's more than enough material for us to put out two, three, four, or mm-hmm. five, or whatever, but mm-hmm. at the at the rate that things are going right now, there's a lot of changes happening and a lot of sort of like, what is the, what is the phrase I'm searching for? There are chips that still have to fall. We're, we're in the process of recording so many different things. We're not exactly sure what the time frame for putting different things out is going to be like. And this is our first endeavor, like putting out a record ourselves. We, you know, I mean, Max Indian self-released our first record and I personally went into the hole for that. So right. this is a this is a new experiment mm-hmm. on every level. As but. far as I mean, you have six different bands. That's a lot of different people being involved in the recording process, the album itself. You know, how what was that like? How was it to, you know, be collaborating with all these people? Was it was it difficult at times to be have that many minds trying to, you know, gather the same concept together? It's always going to be hard when you get a lot of a lot of creative people together in the same place. But the main thing is that at the end of the session, at the end of the day, everybody enjoys what they did and and what came out of it. And listening to this, uh, I'm I'm more than happy with it. I'm I'm very, very pleased with with how this came out, and I think people are really gonna like it. Where was it recorded at? A few different places. <laughs> the never and always was recorded at what may be the truest drug horse compound of all and therefore the most unknowable uh but and i guess we won't know that yeah it is just a look it's the light uh, pine stuff was recorded you know at at josh and i's house where we were living at the time it's all it's all just in-house it's all done in-house and and by us and that's that's really the important thing for me is is the message that you can if you are aspiring to record things and release things and you know, 
if that's something that you really feel like you can excel at and do, it is a reality in this day and age that you can do that for yourself. And if if anybody takes anything away from Drug Horse One, I hope it's, you know, if you have a desire to play music and release things, then just do it. Fellas, I want to talk a little bit about the artwork here. It's it's kind of interesting, and I know that you two were the sort of the masterminds behind the album artwork itself. It's 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 pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Are these actual bones? Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, we were on the road with the with the love language, and Josh and I were sitting outside of a of a place that we ate at, and I oh, basically place that we ate a at. place that we ate at, and I basically <laughs> said, you know, th- wouldn't it be neat if we spelled drug horse out in bones because at the time we were just thinking about how we were going to have a logo for drug horse then and i got to give credit you know to josh he he kept bones we had we had a chicken wing Eight night chicken wings. <laughs> and he kept the bones and he bleached them multiple, multiple times multiple times 10 but, is what he told they're me they're very white yeah, yeah. he and, and kept them in the fridge you know and then we took them out and and put them on the floor and it looks great. It does look good. You're right. I think we did a good job. <laughs> Carter, Carter, and I uh, lit candles, which we do sometimes, and and took some photos of it. Mm-hmm. It's very do-it-yourself, but it, it sort of doesn't give the feel. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yeah, definitely. It has, definitely. It has it has sort of the feel of of you know in an art sense of the music that you guys play. I think it goes really well with with how the drug horse bands all sound. Well, thank you. So. Yeah, I'm I'm elated to know that it works on that level. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and play the last song of this Local Beat Mini exclusive. I believe you're going to play a Ryan Gustafson song off of his Donkey uh, LP. It's going to be called Soul Train. That's right. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Uh, Once more, I'm talking with Carter Guy and Tom Simpson. They're here to talk about the Drug Horse 1 EP that's being released this evening at the local 506. Doors open at 9 p.m. It's going to cost $7. Fellas, this is Soul Train. It's by Ryan Gustafson.
Right there was a song, Soul Train. It's originally by Ryan Gustafson, performed here live on this local beat mini exclusive with Carter Guy and Tom Simpson. They're here to promote the Drug Horse 1 EP that is once more being released tonight at the local 506. Doors open at 9 p.m. It is going to be $7 to get in. Fellas, I want to thank you so much for coming in today. And, and well, thank thanks. You. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right, fellas. See you tonight.